You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And a very good morning to you. And we've got a special guest in the studio, Darren Lehman. Uh, welcome to you. Morning, Paddy. How are you? I'm very well. Heels is about uh, to head to his business class seat at the airport oh. to, en route to uh, India this morning. As he normally does. Now, As he normally does. I'm only reading a little bit more about this. Uh, have you heard who will be there for this uh, brand new stadium in uh, Amenabad for the fourth test, which starts Thursday? Well, Ian Healy will be there. For well, sure. let me give you a little list. <laughs> So the the stadium is named for the Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. He'll be there. So too will the Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. Cricket Australia's recently appointed chair, former New South Wales Premier Mike Baird. Australian Cricketers Association CEO Todd Greenberg. Qantas Chief Executive Alan Joyce. I wonder if he'll fly business. Maybe even first, Alan, wouldn't he? He'd be up the front, definitely. Co Combank CEO Matt Comran, Fortescue Medals boss Andrew Forrest and Rio Tinto Chief Executive Kelly Parker and Heels. And Heels. <laughs> It'll be a pretty good crew going over. Terry Svensson from Queensland Cricket's going yeah, over. Adam Dale. Adam Dale, yeah, <laughs> former Australian player. So they're going over to have a look at the cricket, obviously, and speak a Speak about what's going on in the world of the game and where it's heading, I suppose, from a yeah. Queensland point of view, which I think is an excellent idea. Uh, India are really running the game, aren't they, this yeah. day and age. So great move by Queensland cricket. Yeah, so they're doing uh, – we're not quite sure how big this stadium is because they say at one end, one plaque says 110,000. The plaque at the other end says 130,000. And what about the tickets? <laughs> the, the Australians that are over had to apply to get tickets. Yeah. Uh, and they finally got it through, I think, with the help of our, our PM. So – yeah, it's going to be an interesting week up there. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. And, of course, we're a chance of, of, of levelling the series. We know that the Border Gavaskar Trophy is gone, but a chance to level the series maintains a very good record for us uh, in all forms of test cricket, you know, in recent times, in whether recent they be times. home or away. Yeah, Especially in the subcontinent, if you think Pakistan yeah. uh, going there and playing well, Sri Lanka playing well, and now India. Yes, we didn't start so well. I think I'm with heels here. If we had the tour game, it may be a different story, but you can't look in the past. End of the day, we've got what we've got, and we've started to play some good cricket. And if you take those two bad hours in the first two test matches out, those mm. bad sessions, you know, we competed really well. So I was pleased for the boys to actually get a result in the third test. I thought they played really well. They batted better. Uh, they applied themselves and, and really drove the game. So yeah. fingers crossed that can happen again. Dan Vittori spoke yesterday on behalf of the team, and, and he knows that whichever way it goes, whether it's 110,000 or 130,000, it's going to be one of the biggest sporting crowds that we've ever seen. So, uh, look, just playing in front of a massive crowd is is going to be, I reckon, fun for the Aussies. Oh, it'd be unbelievable. I mean, I think the biggest crowd would would have been, for me, would have been the World Cup final in 2015 yeah. at the MCG. And I wasn't playing. I was coached then. But that was loud as. But you times that, amplify it by yeah. many times in India because they're just going to roar at every moment, every defensive shot, every run scored, every wicket <laughs> taken. So it's going to be loud. Let's listen to Dan Vittori on the crowd. I think we're expecting a big one at least the first day. The, the talk has been excitement around actually playing a test match in, in, in front of that. And then also just, I suppose, almost the logistics of it on on the field and how you deal with reviews, um, referrals, all that sort of stuff, because the noise will play a huge part in that. So.
Yeah, well, he was speaking about the noise as well. Let's listen to him talk about it because, as you know, it will be a factor, you would think. I don't think so. I, I, look, I can only think of my own experiences and I think you get so immersed in the actual game that that becomes the, the focal point and the crowd's just the occasional distraction, occasional talking point, looking up, seeing what they're doing. But I think, I think the noise is the main thing that you're going to have to deal with if it's is that many people. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I mean, oh, I even as a great. TV viewer back here. It all well, starts Thursday. It's been unbelievable, the, the noise in each test match. Uh, I mean, there was probably not as many in the first couple of test matches, but this one, day one, will be huge. So, mm. fingers crossed, Australia win the toss, bat and bat well, and hopefully we get some uh, a pitch that might be a little bit better as well, Paddy. Now, you'll be in presence of the GOAT this morning. I'm happy with that. Half an hour we've got him on for. I know. Well, I'll, I'll be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, particularly because, see... We know your background, that you're not originally from Queensland, but we, we've adapted you, adopted you now. You're a Queenslander these days. Uh, but you are already a Dolphins member. You're not a bandwagon boy. You haven't jumped on after the win. Oh, no. I was, I was hey, speaking of the devil, Ian Healy's just walking past him on his way to the airport. But, yeah, I, I literally uh, decided to join inceptual year, Rupert McCall, who I think we've got on the show. Yeah, we have got on the show. The Dolphins' uh, number one ticket, number one holder, ticket holder, holder, who's a ripper. He, he said, look, come on, you may as well join. I was a Parramatta supporter for, for years, but not really a fanatic about it, but loved, you know, what Arthur was doing down there and, and enjoying them. But, you know, to get involved in an inception year, an inaugural that, club, and so last year, 2022, I joined and continued on this year. So I'm there. So got you my were, seat in Suncorp. You were... You'd snuck up the coast for a bit of quiet time at the weekend, but you would have kept an eye on it. it oh, was, I watched it. Definitely it watched great, it with a beer it? in hand. It was, it was a fantastic result. I love watching it. And it was just, Wayne Bennett, super coach, has done it again, hasn't he? So the way the players played with passion and everything they're about out there at Redcliffe and the way they went about mm. at Suncorp, I think it'll be a bigger crowd this weekend. What about the, uh, the, the effects of it? So they're saying now that they've sold $100,000 worth of merch on Sunday afternoon. And another thirty thousand dollars worth of merch online and, after the win. And after the win, membership would have gone up. I think well, a bit as well. Yeah, they're over twenty thousand. We'll have to speak to Terry Reader about this. But I mean, the, the the reaction has been unbelievable. Plus, all reports from Foxtel is that this is their highest viewing first week of NRL ever by around about seventeen percent. Well, that's unbelievable, isn't it? There's, there's some great figures for the club in their mm. first first game. I mean, they had the highest round figures as well, aggregate round. I think it was, what, 30, what did you say, 32,000? 32, 32,000 yeah. they had on Sunday, yeah. So that's a pretty good start, isn't it? They've got a lot to live up to now after beating the Roosters. I mean, the Roosters were poor, weren't they? Yeah. They, they, they weren't yeah, up to, to be first game. Yeah, to be fair, but though, the Roosters were rattled. Mm. And, I, you know, we a lot said about the couple of tackles that Kafusi laid. But they were just mean and nasty all the way through the Dolphins. They got in their face. And they had, you know, there was no sign of them being overawed by a genuine premiership heavyweight. So I know the Roosters were ordinary, but they were made look ordinary. Yeah, they kept going. I love the fact they kept trying to score. Even in the 70th minute when they were 10 points up, they they kept trying to score. So it was actually an exciting game to watch. I I loved it. First game and hopefully many more like that over the the course of their journey. Yeah, well, just look at the the facts and figures. They're saying that, like, the the games at KO, I, I think they're... Dragons on May 25 and Penrith on July 16, they could even become members-only matches. 
That's how big. If, if yeah. the, it, that happens when you start winning, don't you? And you've yeah. got a new team to support. And, you know, oh, I'm pleased for everyone down at Redcliffe and what they've done. I mean, it's a fantastic yeah. club, great history. And now what they've got come and brought first round of the NRL, I, I expect the NRL Chiefs would be over the moon with mm. that result. I listened, uh, and I've mentioned it on the show before, I listened a few weeks ago to an interview with Brian Fletcher, the uh, Penrith CEO. And he said the effect of winning and what that has on their bottom line has been dramatic out in the foothills of the Blue Mountains. So imagine what it's going to be like for this brand new team. Especially when you think about it, how many games do you expect them to win in their first year? Half a dozen, seven, eight maybe? Yeah. You know, that, that, uh, you know that's what I'm thinking. But now you're going, whoa, top eight. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, I listened to a little bit of 360 last night. They, they were, you know, just not a dampener, but just putting a – uh, a little slow on it by saying, hey, hang on a minute, they, they've gone in virtually injury-free for their first match. You know, wait, wait until a couple of injuries hit, you know, maybe their older players and things like that and, you know, suspensions, uh, the realities hit of, of a regular 27-round NRL season. Well, death for squad is always the one, hmm. isn't it? But I'm pretty sure Wayne Bennett would have thought about all those uh, conundrums coming his way. He'd have some depth in the squad. He'd want to give some game time to his younger players at certain stages yeah. throughout the year anyway. So, yes, it'll be a challenge for him how they cope with the injuries and suspensions, as you said. But that's a pretty good first start. As a supporter, I'm pretty happy. All right. Have you got some fins? Have you got some Dolphins merch? We'd love to hear from you. Brighton Homes open line, 13 13 55. Or that text line, 0467 736 736. Uh, Get in contact with this morning. Our special guest is Darren Lehman in the show here for the next three hours. As I said, from 8 o'clock, we'll have the GOAT. We'll have Cameron Smith on to talk all matters league. We're talking about suspensions. Well, there's already been one decent one handed out. Jordan Rappiner uh, from the Raiders, he's gone. He's taken his grade one shoulder charge. Uh, the early plea got cop three weeks. But Sharks stalwart Wade Graham is going to fight his reckless high shot now. Uh, you know, you've got to think that the problem with this one, and we know that it, it is not in his DNA. Uh, at all. But no, no, that's right. But you're not getting away with it. Yeah. He he left the ground. So if he's found guilty, there's four weeks that the Sharks lose him for. So they're gambling on a, on a week or two, aren't they? So yeah, they're, down. they're trying to downgrade, aren't yeah. they? Um, I just don't think anything that involves the head in sport these days, doctors, clubs, officials, boards, associations, are just, you know, protecting the head, aren't yeah. they? Now, the big news, back page news this morning, if you're just waking up... Uh, for the, the league season, is that the Dolphins are going to keep David Fafita. Uh, this has been a, a tug of war for some time. But I've got to say, we had Steve Mitchell on, Titan CEO, last week. And uh, he wasn't giving too much away, but he knew that the conversation was in the final stages between management and, and, and the player himself, coaches and the club. And he said, look, right at the moment, David is fit. And, and you've got to agree, he looks as fit as he's been for a while. And he's very happy here. Did that surprise you? Him, uh, him staying? Because from, from my point of view, I thought, oh, he might go back to the Broncos. Yeah, well, we knew he had to take a little bit of a haircut. You know, a million plus and didn't quite live up to that price tag last year. And there's no doubt about that. And he'd be the first to admit that. But, look, it seems to me that he's got a point to prove. And, you know, he's got himself even fitter th than what he was. He's got foreign now to deliver to him, even though the news on Corin, so it's a bit of a good news, bad news. They've, they've beaten the Raiders and the Bronx to his signature for, they're saying three years, 2.4 million. That's what news is reporting this morning, uh, where he probably got another 100K more out of the Raiders. Don't know what the Broncos' offer was. Kevy, you know, rallied late and had private meetings with him, apparently. This was after Farnworth and Flegler 
will go to Redcliffe next year and probably leave a hundred, you know, one point five million dollar little hole in their salary. Cap. I love how you say apparently you had silent meetings. <laughs> you know whether you had meetings or not, Paddy. <laughs> Well, I don't know whether they get down to rickshaws or they... <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is great news, obviously, for the Titans because um, I thought yeah. he might have moved on. Obviously, he'd been a little bit disappointing, I suppose, in his previous three yeah. years. But he's only young. He's got a long career ahead of him, and you know, when you think of how fit he looks now, he's going to have a, a big three or four years. Yeah, that's exactly right. And as I said, it was a little bit good news, bad news. I mean, big picture stuff. Fantastic that they've kept Fafita, they've kept Canberra and the Broncos at bay, giving them a don't argue. Uh, he's there until the end of 2026. 20, uh, but in the short term, not great news for Kieran Foran. So they say it's posterior and medial crucial damage, just small tears. So certainly won't travel to play the Dragons. Two to four weeks. You're probably leaning towards four, aren't you? You would think yeah. it'd be safe with those injuries. And well, remember, I mean, Medi- which... Medicos, they'll take a, a conservative view, which they have to this day and age. With the, They're so strong and fit. Yeah. So they'll be working hard to get that right. But I'd say it's more likely four. We should have asked Dr. Healy on his fleeting visit here. He's just picked – what he was doing, he's just picked up a bit of equipment. So we're, we're hoping to have him back on the show tomorrow morning from Amenabad. Good luck is... with that. <laughs> IT doesn't. Oh, it should work really well over there, but you never know. Would you just keep your phone on early, <laughs> six o'clock tomorrow morning? Yeah. We, we yeah, may come a knocking. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow morning, lads. <laughs> uh, having us is in the studio. Jack's arrived because Vanessa's not here today, is she? Uh, she is not. So I'm going to be stepping in and taking over the traffic and weather and. Uh, Quietly cagging myself about it. Right, well, I'm working on some really, really heavy meteorological questions for you. 